Hi, welcome to Backsheets Back, a podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Jacob. And I'm Lori. And we are here for the final season of uh, Backstreet's Back podcast. I know, put your tissues away. Very sad moment indeed, I know. Um, We actually already recorded this first last season episode, but yours truly um, did not hit record. But don't worry, it's recording right now. So we're redoing the first episode. How's everybody doing since we have last recorded? It's been a while. I am great. Oh. <laughs> what are you a little, like a little Tony the Tiger there, Lori? <laughs> Jacob, how are you doing? How have we been doing since we last recorded this the first time? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Aside <laughs> from that, things are okay. Things oh, are okay. okay. I am. Wait, did you say you had some bad things, but you're okay? Uh, no. Oh. Oh, I think work's been rough, but. Oh, that, I can totally relate. <laughs> Although you would say, Jacob, that would totally be you saying things are bad, but they're okay. Like that would. <laughs> he would say that. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like. That's kind of how it always is, really. Things are bad, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life's motivation here first. This is, uh, yeah, I, I am like, by the way, full disclosure, I have like a cold, as you could tell from my like sexy, sick voice. So I am a little drunk on NyQuil and Monster Energy drinks. So Ooh. let's all check in 30 minutes and see how I'm doing. Interesting combo. (laughs) Because I needed to get rid of the cold, but I also needed energy. So I feel like I just took like a non-alcoholic or whatever minor alcoholic Jaeger shot of sorts. So we'll see. I know. I just threw up in my mouth. I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> this, this is gonna be a great episode guys i'm gonna be totally wasted by the end of this slowing <laughs> your slowing your words and shit i know basically basically ah we just call this a typical friday night so it's all good <laughs> so we've had for all of our listeners all 20 of you 25 all 25 <laughs> of you who have been following this podcast, there's been so many changes within the past couple of years. Originally, this was um, just me and Jacob. And then Jacob went off to tour the Backstreet Boys. And that's why we didn't see him for a year. He won't say it openly, but we can all talk about it now. So <laughs> then there was the pandemic. And then uh, we had some, we brought in Lori and we brought in Melly and Medina and we had a really great, amazing uh, last season. We had some great guest appearances from um, Denise Solis, AJ's mom. We had Josh from Ava Dean. We had Rochelle McLean with a little snippet from AJ. It didn't mean to be all AJ, but it is what it is. And they were all great episodes. So whatever. That's where we're at. So now we're like have to like, I don't know how we can uh, top the final season with all the guests that we've had, but I think, I think we could 
do it. I feel very confident. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think we should get Aaron. <laughs> we should try to get Aaron Carter. I think that's how we top it. Oh God, here we go <laughs> down the Aaron Carter road again. <laughs> I'm gonna um, sit that episode out. <laughs> you know what? I I I think. I don't remember if I told anybody this, but I did very like when we first started early on, I tried to get Aaron Carter on our podcast and he did not reply. He was too good for us. So now we're too good for him. So we don't need him. We don't need him. Sorry about your luck, Aaron. (laughs) I think I'm washing my hair that night anyway. So I'm very busy. (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's kind of like, so now, yeah, we're doing the final season and, you know, it was kind of tough because I don't even know, like, I know nothing about the lifespan of podcasts. I'll be very honest, but we did this for like three years or I did this for three years and it just seemed like we had such great like material that I didn't want to like force something if it wasn't truly there. So I think now that like things are kind of going back to normal, hopefully knock on wood and, you know, concerts are slowly resuming, you know, I felt like this was kind of a good time to like wrap things up and put it in a nice bow while it's still, while it's still good. So that's, or at least, you know, not everybody's blocked us. So one of those two things. (laughs) <laughs> not everyone's totally blocked us yet oh although aaron carter has blocked our podcast i forgot to mention that too he's Aww. blocked the podcast oh yeah. bummer. <laughs> that is bummer that is a bummer that actually makes me a little sad oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he's blocked us on instagram jacob so you could still reach out to him there if you need to oh okay good <laughs> there you go yeah i forgot <laughs> Yeah, you, you you know what? Live your dreams, Jacob. See what happens. Yeah. I think I have my uh, I think I have my weekend cut out for me now. Reach out to Aaron Carter twenty four seven this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't think he's got much going on, so I think you um you might you know be in good luck. There you go. This is the most about Aaron Carter I've ever talked about, and I think. I think we're good now. We just put that cap on Aaron and keep it Next moving. subject. Next. Um, <laughs> speaking of Carter, uh, and I say last name only, uh, Lori has had a very productive month and a half, six weeks, right? And you have definitely gotten your Nick fix. So I'd love to hear about all of the fun Nick and AJ updates you've had going on. Because I vicariously lived through you. I've done no traveling. <laughs> Well, the after party was amazing, and I am hoping they do more. Um, Joey kind of hinted at it last weekend, so we will see. Um, but the after party was absolutely amazing. Like it, I went in with no expectations. I was like, I don't know about this, but they really put on a fantastic show. It was, I mean, it was just so much fun. Um, and then obviously Salt Lake City was last weekend and that was a lot of fun. It was good to catch up with like all of our friends, our con friends, our fam. And, um, you know, if you've never been to a con before, that's where it's at. Like you get so much time. You can actually have a really good conversation. Nothing is rushed. It's so chill and it's totally worth going to. 
Nice. If I never went to, I have gone to one, but if, uh, if I've never gone to one before or a fan has never gone to one before, what advice would you give them for talking? So also you, you know, Nick kind of well, right? I think that's fair to say. So like if I were a fan and you were Nick Carter, I would, I want to do a little role playing and I want you to. Oh God, not this again. <laughs> Listen, I, it was, about I know. Not this I again. I did. I think, I, I think Jacob I think I should do it this time. All right. Is Jacob, wait, is Jacob Nick or you Nick? I'm just trying to make sure I know. I think Jacob there. needs to be Nick this time. Let's see. Let's see how Jacob perceives a conversation with Nick Carter. All right. Then, okay. Lori, you be, okay. I'll be, oh, fine. I'll be super fan. Jacob will be Nick Carter. All right, and now I'm going to a con to meet Jacob. Oh, this is great. <laughs> All right, and action. action. Oh my God, Nick, hi, my name is Taylor. I'm so excited to see you. This is my first time here. Oh my God, I love you so much. I just love you so much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I promise I wasn't gonna cry. I promise I wasn't gonna cry. Oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> I have to go now. My plan is to me. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. I'm gonna see my way out of this conversation. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and scene. Is that is, would would Nick say something like that? Nick would never say something like that. <laughs> He'd be a little bit nicer. A little bit. A little bit, right? Right? I definitely did. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit for sure. I went to I went to the, so the one and only con I've done, I went and usually my goal through every time I meet them is to have someone who's never met them, uh, talk to them on the phone. This has become like a running thing that we do because I'm like, just because I have spent X amount of dollars doesn't mean that someone else can't reap the benefits of this meet and greet or talk and greet, however you want to see it. So I went to, the first one was in Vegas, which was me and Jamie, my best friend. And she has um, a teenage daughter named Isabel who also loves them. So our plan to go in there, there's always a plan. I don't know, like maybe that's my advice is that you always have a plan, but also don't be disappointed if the plan doesn't work out, but always right. go in the mission. And my mission was to make sure that they talked to Isabel on the phone. So then Jamie's like, and Jamie's so much nicer. She's a rule follower and I am not. So like that already is like, she's like, <laughs> they said, we can't have our phones out, Taylor. They said that we can't do that. And I'm like, listen, just, just call your daughter, keep the phone to the side. Don't talk to her while you're walking up and then just bam, like, you know, just put the phone up, you know, whatever. Like, and then, and then they have to say something. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to talk to your daughter. Like, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. So then we go up there and she's freaking out because she's such a rule follower. And as you know, I am not. <laughs> and so she's like, okay. She just like does her picture. She's like, this is her. She's like, hi guys. Oh, I'm so, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just, I have my daughter here on the phone. Can you just like, please, please, please say hi. If you could just say hi. I'm so sorry. So sorry to bother you. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, stop apologizing. <laughs> And then they're like, they're all like, yeah, sure, we'll say hi on the phone to her. 
So then they all say, and now Isabel has no idea what's going on, right? So then it's AJ, who's her favorite. And then AJ's like, hello. And then like some of them say like, hola. And then she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. She's like screaming on the phone. It was awesome. It was awesome. (laughs) Then the second time (laughs) was my mom. So my mom has never gone with me to meet them, but you know, she's had to like endure this since I was 13. So I feel like I should throw her a bone, you know, Yeah, and yeah. we go to the con and I like, and I say, and I actually, this time I was more respectful than in Vegas, but I was like, Hey, is it fine if Nick talks to my mom on the phone? And they're like, yeah, if that's okay with Nick, that's fine with us. We don't care. Like you've paid you 40 bucks, you know? And I'm like, cool. Thank you. So, so I call my mom, right. As I'm in line, she doesn't answer the phone. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I finally like, come on. So then I keep calling. She doesn't answer. Then she wakes, like she calls, she answers as I'm walking up to him and then she's like, hello. And I'm like, just, I need you to wake up right now. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, hi, Nick, really quick. You just say hi to my mom on the phone. So he was like such a sweetheart. And then he's like, hi mom. And then she's like, what's this? Who's this? And then she, and then he's like, it's Nick Carter, mom. And she's like, no, it's not. Am I being punk right now? <laughs> like no it's not she's like am I being is this a punk am I being punk and he's like no we're not punking you this is really this is really Nick and she's like oh she's like where are you Taylor that you're with Nick Carter right now <laughs> like okay mom Nick and I are going bye <laughs> so, confused, so confused so confused but it was cute she was like oh that's so cute but where are you guys she's like hanging out like at mcdonald's or something oh my god but yeah, yeah. Okay. it was a good it was a, yeah it wasn't super packed too so it was nice to it was nice to say hi we didn't have too long of a conversation but it was good but i'm glad you got your your nick fix for now for- <laughs> it's never enough yeah that's true duh, duh, duh. it's never enough that's true. Do you have anything? Okay. So now when we first recorded this, there was Christmas in Vegas and we were all going to do a live Vegas episode. Sadly, no more Christmas in Vegas. So is there anything coming up that you'll be doing? Well, if they do more after party shows, I'm thinking it's going to be in November. Um, so I'll definitely be at those. Um, and Nick is releasing new music and we know the way he is like, he's probably going to want to tour. So that's always on the back, back of my mind. Yeah. Are you kind of, okay. Very truthfully speaking, Lori, are you kind of relieved that there is no Christmas party because now this is totally freed up Nick to make no excuses to do a solo album? Well, Nick will always have excuses, but oh, <laughs> um, I mean, he was working on it before. So I, I'm happy that they postponed it because I feel like they do deserve to give it like the chance to make it like, I feel now with COVID and, you know, all the restrictions, international fans couldn't come and enjoy it. Like, it's just, it's so many restrictions and they've worked so hard on it. And this is something that everyone has been waiting for so long. I feel like it really does deserve the spotlight. And I just think everything happened happening with COVID 
is going to dim that spotlight. And I'm just happy that they did it. Yeah. I think too, like we've waited decades, right? For a Christmas oh my God, album. Forever. So what's forever. like one other year at this point, you know what I mean? Right. Like what's another year? Um, and at first, cause like my friend and I were talking about this and then they were like, oh, well, why don't they just have the Christmas album now? Um, because they finished it, but I do get the logic of like, it, it, it goes along with the hype, right? Like you kind of want right. to have them both at the same time. Like, why would you want to tour an hour, like a year after you've released the album, like brand new tour or whatever, your own residency, if mm-hmm. um, like everybody's already heard it a year out. So I, right. I think that we need to do it at the same time. I think that it would, it would seem kind of like half-assed if you did mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Day. And I feel like yeah. all those fans that want to be here deserve to be here. And, you know, now that international travel is opening back up, like that's going to, that's really going to be great for them. Um, Cause to be honest, we all know that they have more inter- international fans than they do American fans. So I think that they definitely deserve to be here when that Christmas album is released and the residency does happen. Yeah. I mean, especially like the international fans started before American fans, right. honestly. So I think that's fair. That makes sense. So we decided, to, I'm trying to think of like, oh, what other Backstreet Boy updates are there? I mean, I th- I'm thinking I could be wrong, but the only thing that I could think of is that AJ is released a golf uh, wardrobe line, which looks really cute. And it's called like the goat, right? Or something like that. Yeah. It's super cute. Yeah. I'm not a golfer, but if I was, I would buy that stuff. And he's released a new color, Ursula, named after his grandmother um, on uh, on the Ava Dean like nail polish line. Oh, with a cute little tote bag that says love yourself, right? Am I am I saying that right? I think so. I like the tote bag. <laughs> You're like, only one of us knows what I'm talking about. That's fine. That's fine. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I saw the nail polish color, but I don't really follow up with like the Ava Dean everything with that brand. Yeah. Um, but I did see the nail polish color and it is super cute. It is cute. Oh, um, also like sad, um, sad update because it made me think of AJ, but our our good uh, friend and guest co-host or guest, not I wish co-host, but um, um, AJ's mom, um, her, uh, she had lost her partner a couple months back. So our hearts and love goes out um, to Denise uh, on behalf of her, on her husband that passed. So, so sad. Um, I yeah. see her posting this stuff on, um, on Facebook, you know, these, these quotes now and then. So my heart goes out. If Denise happens to listen, we love you. And, um, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Absolutely. Such a sweetheart. Um, she sent me by the way, a painting. Um, so she does, she's a life coach for those who don't know. Um, and that's why we had her come on one of our episodes uh, called, you know, Ask Denise. And she gave such great, like really solid life coach advice. And so on the side, she does like paintings and meditation. And so I asked her, you know, for one, um, obviously like I bought it and it wasn't like, just like, give me your stuff. But like, she sent me, (laughs) like she 
this beautiful painting. She's like, what is something that relaxes you? And I said, you know, oh, like, um, like I think like the woods was like a nice little pond. So she painted that just for me, which Aww. was so super sweet. She sent me a meditation tape and she even sent me a signed copy of the book that she wrote um, of Backstreet Mom. So she's just like the sweetest woman. Like, I just, I have nothing to offer her, but if I did, I would give her whatever she wants. She's just so kind. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. super kind. Um, she's like our mom. She's like our, our BSC she mom. She really, really, truly is. I know. And you got to, I was going to say, even though you weren't with us, Jacob, for the Ask Denise one, you were with us with the first one where she right. gave us all the hot tea. And what did you think of that one? Uh, that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember I was kind of like, almost like starstruck that we had a Backstreet Boys mom, the Backstreet Boys mom on the podcast. It was almost like surreal. Yeah, it really is. It's like sometimes there's these moments where like as a fan, where I just kind of look at some things and I'm like, this doesn't seem like it's real. Like it doesn't. Like I've spent so many years being a fan, um, you know, following them around, keeping up with everything, spending a ridiculous amount of money that one of their kids for sure went to college on my dime for sure. But <laughs> I digress. Lori's like, I got all three kids into college. That's literally me right there. all of Nick's kids. <laughs> Ivy League college right there on my Harvard. Dime. I got you, Odin. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But then I look back and I'm like, I, I see like, you know, when I think about our catalog of episodes we've done, and again, we started this not really doing like having any goal of like where this would go. And then to see some of the things that have been accomplished, like I'm truly, really proud of all of us for that. And it's really surreal. So I think kudos to all of us for that. Well, you definitely deserve the kudos because this is like your baby and oh. you have really grown it and it's been such a great ride oh well thank you you know I don't like compliments but go on (laughs) (laughs) I hate flattery but continue So I thought this would be a cool segue. We have some fan questions, and then I, I have asked our fellow co-hosts to also ask each other some questions, uh, like a get to know you or whatever. And I did preface with saying that no topic is off limits. Now, I don't know who actually went by those rules, but I would be very curious. Um, would we like to start with a little, we could do a little mix. Uh, I'll lead in some fan questions. We throw in a couple of ours and see where it goes. All right. Um, our first fan question is from Tracy um, on Twitter. And she said, I'm sure this has been asked, but what made you, all of you get into doing podcast? I love to talk. <laughs> if you guys don't know, I'm a talker. I love to talk. I love to interact. I, you know, I like to discuss topics and current events and sports and music like I just I love to talk guys that's just what it is 
It helps that your voice is incredibly soothing, Lori. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, forgive me, because this will sound creepy, but I could totally hear you talk all the time. Like, it's such a soothing voice. Whenever <laughs> I need advice, like, I always want to talk to you on the phone when I need advice, because it just soothes me, you know, just like calms my inner crazy. You know, when you've dealt with customers for a really, really long time, you just have to develop that, like, not monotone, but that calming voice to, like, de-escalate people. Yeah. 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 I, I like to talk. I also will uh, jump on the same sentiment stories. I do love to talk about something that is fascinating to me. And I, as long as I don't have to filter myself, because uh, not yeah. that that hasn't gotten me into any trouble because it has a plenty, but as long as I can <laughs> speak truthfully, um, you know, and I try to have some sincerity to it, then I enjoy a very good conversation. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I love intelligent, thoughtful conversations. Um, I love debates and hearing other people's opinions on things and listening to their views. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Jacob? Well, uh, I had ideas to start a podcast with other people. Um, my buddy and I wanted to do a Coen Brothers podcast where we just reviewed the Coen, the movie of the Coen Brothers. Um, that never came to fruition. But this one did. Um, and I mean, if you listen to episode one, season one, uh, we kind of just talked about how that happened, which was just, we were on a, uh, what was it, a uh, uh, boat tour in Chicago, mm-hmm. Taylor, you and me, and yeah, and we were talking about the Backstreet Boys got brought up. I think I was kind of egging you on about it, about because right. you had been on the, been on one of those cruises, and after a while, it was like this is fun. We should just do a podcast where we talk about the Backstreet Boys because you know stuff about the Backstreet Boys. I don't, but I like to make fun of them and it would be fun to do it. And I, I'm surprised that we even did it. I like to talk about doing stuff and then never actually doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's surprising that it actually happened and that it got all the way to this. It's pretty, it is pretty incredible. But yeah, so that's what got me into podcasting was probably just, uh, I think Taylor, you kind of like motivated me to do it you know it's really the spirit of the boys Jacob I just I'm just a vessel and their spirit guides me you know so (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah that's a better answer I should have just said because of the Backstreet Boys that's why we got in the podcast (laughs) no other reason just no other reason So that leads to a good fan question. Um, so Jacob, you have I, like, um, I, like I don't want to say like your biggest fan, but I will say your most outspoken I love Jacob fan. Um, April had, uh, she <laughs> has always been very much like, she was the first one to express when you had left and she was very sad about it. And point blank was like, I don't know if I'm going to listen without Jacob on this anymore. <laughs> and then very thrilled when you came back. So she has always been, uh, Oh, team Jacob, just like twilight guys. Oh, comes full circle. Um, <laughs> she's been 
Team Jacob. And her question is um, not really a question to ask on the show, but with Jacob back, are you going to go back to the original format at all? I liked having the perspective of a non-fan discovering info about the group and their music. It gave it a good balance of not just like-minded fans' opinions. Um, I mean, I think after like three years of, you know, doing the podcast and then when I wasn't doing the podcast, I was still listening to them. I mean, I still listen to them. I listened to a mm-hmm. playlist that I made, uh, yesterday I listened to a playlist that I made like over this past summer, which had a song on there from the DNA album. And I was like, Oh yeah, I love this song. And then I went back and listened to DNA like last week. Um, but uh but I, I yeah i don't think i don't really consider myself like a 100% a 100% outsider perspective at this point i would probably say i'm more like uh 60 40 okay 60% fan 40% outsider still yeah um, but i mean you'll still get my perspective on what's going on with them and i don't keep i don't keep up to date with like what's going on with them i strictly in like just the music and that's kind of like how I am with um a lot of music I listen to it's just the music whatever else they do I don't kind of concern myself with I'm usually just like like to hear what uh what an artist puts out uh musically nice yeah it's it's been really fascinating to kind of watch your um evolution as a fan so to speak because like the first episode right you don't even know their names and now we've gone to like three (laughs) years later like you said like listening to their music um you know you uh wanted to go to the all-american tour because you were just love that album you know obviously it already passed by the time you heard the album but like you, you truly have actually grown this appreciation for the boys that has like nothing to do with this podcast, which is really fascinating to like see this one from a male fan perspective or like a white, but not white, sorry, a straight male fan perspective. And like, which is so fascinating. And you're such a, like a music junkie. So it's like, also like you truly have this like deep, love for music and like you're a huge fan of Prince and the Beastie Boys. So you have like this eclectic taste and you actually have this appreciation for like Backstreet Boys music, which is so fascinating and cool to watch. So I've really enjoyed this journey we've been on just for that alone. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you're so speechless where you moved to tears is that what that was <laughs> yeah i was we'll just I add it. It in your sounds <laughs> that's how um, you know that jacob is like a true music fan because regardless if you like boy bands or not like good music is good music and you know they do have good music you know their lyrics are great their melodies their voices like if you appreciate that, you know, you have to really love music to appreciate that. It's not just like, oh, it's a boy band. I'm not going to listen to it. Like, that's just dumb. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, they have like such great, uh, like truly speaking, like, you know, remove all the like, you know, boy band, like glow to them, but like vocally they are just very 
very like like I, I can't even think of the words but like they're just unbelievably talented vocally like mm-hmm. you know acapella all on their own like even if like you're not into pop music like you could separate the talent of their voices and and I if, you know personally I mean I'm extremely biased but I don't know too many boy bands out there that have the vocal range that the Backstreet Boys do and I think it's it really makes them stand out through like the uh, like test of time like you know, I, uh, when I think of like other boy bands, like vocally and, you know, like maybe boys to men would be like right. who I find comparable vocally, but even mm-hmm. then, like, I, I still find them to be on top of their game, you know, and that's really hard to do being this like long into the game. Right. 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 Especially in, in a world right now where like boy bands really aren't a thing. Like, I mean, you have BTS yeah. Yeah. and are they even a boy band? Like that's, like a super group like there's, there's just so many of them it like it, it's it's just crazy I feel like if there's seven if, if you have like a soccer team as like a group that's too many people like there's too Absolutely. many cooks in the kitchen I I'm like I don't get you know I I've never been into k-pop music myself so like bts is definitely not my thing i only know two songs um and that's just because they're on the commercials but like it's just not my thing like i feel like it's just too poppy for me though so i apologize to all the bts fans that might be listening to this that might not like that so what are you gonna do don't leave us a bad review Okay, we did this before. We had so much fun. I think it's a great segue. Uh, Shandine, aka Good Vibes Mommy, um, said that she wants us to play Fuck, Mary Kill, Boy Band Edition. So I feel like this is a perfect segue to ask that question. So Fuck, Mary Kill, any boy band, who wants to start? I don't remember what I answered last time. <laughs> oh, I have to think about this one. I remember, you know, back then me and Nick were kind of pending a divorce and now (laughs) the divorce is out the window. We're (laughs) working on things. This is true. I remember. uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jacob. All I remember was that both of you had Justin Timberlake on your kill list. Yeah. And you killed Kevin twice. You killed Kevin twice, Jacob. I remembered this. Oh yeah, <laughs> you did. I, did. I, I I think I will. Just, okay, so anybody who follows Lori on Twitter, um, Lori has an ongoing on and off divorce with Nick on the regular. So like, there's always and look at I don't blame her. You know, sometimes the man needs to step up his game. I said it. I said it. You know. <laughs> And so sometimes she's got to throw the divorce out there and then sometimes she's got to take it back, you know? So I get that and that's fair. I'm thinking, yeah, okay. We've, we've fired our lawyers and we're not <laughs> proceeding forward with the divorce. <laughs> as long as the lawyers get their retainer, they're probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be okay with that. All right, I'm trying to, I'm going to mix it up from what we had initially. I still stand by murdering Justin Timberlake. Um, so Damn, murdering. Okay, well, Jesus. too late. 
Well, what's the difference between killing and murdering? Like, I just feel like murdering just sounds so much more harsh than I I kill him, murdering him. But it's like it's all the same, no? Okay, fine. Like, a we're gonna get flagged for that. I know, right? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not really murdering it's the game people. No one's gonna kill Justin Timberlake. I don't need no one coming after me. Um, but like, okay, fine, I won't murder him. He'll just slightly like be killed. However, that may be disappear. Disappear. <laughs> oh my god, disappear. he disappears. This suspect. <laughs> but okay, I'll start with um I want to boy okay, boy band edition as an entirety. Okay. I would marry J.C. Chazay. I would uh, kill Justin Timberlake. And I would fuck Nick Carter. So there you go. That's my that's my F. Mary kill. Hmm. What's going to be mine? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I would marry Kevin. Because hmm. he seems like a really good husband. Yes. I would fuck. Oh man, this 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 can go really bad. I am going to fuck Joey Fatone. What? Okay, okay. <laughs> and I'm killing Justin. I'm killing Justin. I'm sorry, guys. I am killing yeah. Justin. Listen, I, I'm just gonna throw this out here about JT, okay? And I said this the first time, and I want I want this re-recorded so people truly know my feelings. But JT is overrated, guys. Okay, he's not the best vocalist of. Totally agree. I mean, yeah, he's not the best vocalist of NSYNC. I feel like this is like the crux of of JT, right? Okay, he has two or three really good singles on every album, and that carries the whole album. But the entire album is garbage. I have listened to, with the exception of the "Sexy Back" one, that one I felt future like sex love sound. Future sex love sounds was his best album. But that For was sure. all Timberland. Let's be honest. Like absolutely that was all Timberland because the other albums that preceded that did not have the same sound. And it just, and so I'm like, let's give Timberland some credit that that was, he carried JT. JT cannot carry his own, like, like a talent. I'm just saying it. I'm just going to say it. He can't carry his own <laughs> and cannot have a consistent amount of hits. And also acting wise, like very lackluster. Like all he's good for is being uh, Jimmy Fallon's wingman, and they make a good comedic duo. So I think for the sake of everybody, he's overrated and should be killed off. And now I've said my piece. She fucking said what she said, guys. Like she's she she's passionate about that. I really am. I mean, last time I was just like drunk on rage, but now I'm drunk on Nyquil and Monster, and I still. <laughs> Stand by it. Stand by it. Oh, yeah. Done with my rant now. Done. I just had to get that rant out of the way for tonight. So you feel she- better? I do. Oh, also, sorry. Last thing. No, I'm not done. Britney Spears. And now I'm done. Okay. He did her wrong. No, I'm done. Yeah, he did. Did her wrong. And Janet oh. Jackson. He left oh. Janet out there with her titty out on TV and like <laughs> literally was like, gotta go. <laughs> and like, powered away <laughs> he just while shimmied his up was game. flinging on tv <laughs> and who got all the backlash she did, she and did. He, like, he ripped he ripped her like cover off he did that i know he did it 
I can't, I can't, there's just too much. There's too much and I just can't support it. And I feel like group wise, for instance, like he's always been like the leader of the group where like, yeah, like with the Backstreet Boys, there's a couple like popular members, obviously, but like, I don't feel like, like if one is missing, it's not the same. Like even when Kevin was gone, it was not the same. But like right. if with NSYNC, you know, if there's no Justin, then there's like no group. And that a group does not make. I agree. All right, now I hate Lance that he. I hate I, to, just to add to your rant about him. <laughs> I hate that he. Yeah, I'm mad about this. I hate that he doesn't want to at least do one more tour with NSYNC. Like, yeah, you're not doing anything. You're not acting. You're not doing anything. He like, like he's too good for them, and I don't understand that. I was like that group made you who you are right like, and I, this is what I said I was like I was like I this was what I remember in my last rant on the recording was if I I would choose him over Brian and you know my feelings about B-Rock I would choose Justin over B-Rock because he Brian does not act like he's too good for the group he knows his place he knows where the bread and butter right. is made okay like right. he knows and he's not gonna sit there and like well, sometimes we can all say he could shit all over it, but group wise and in the music wise, Brian knows where it's at and he's not trying to like, you know, shit on that. But like, but like Justin, he acts like he never heard of NSYNC, doesn't even know anything about them. And I don't like that. I think that's just really shitty. It, it only, he only refers to them or like wants to be a part of NSYNC when it benefits him like when they did that whole VMA what did he get like a video Vanguard which I don't Something even know why like he even yeah. got that but like oh all of a sudden like NSYNC is having a reunion at the VMAs but it was for Justin like that to me was was selfish yeah it is very selfish and it, I think it says something about the other guys that they are willing to be a team player and do that, even though I'm sure that a couple of them are like this motherfucker under their breath, you know? <laughs> and you know it, but like, I, I don't know. I just don't, I, I think it's very telling when someone doesn't um, really honor where they come from, like musically, professionally, emotionally, wherever, like you gotta know your roots. I totally agree. And that was the conclusion of episode one of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Bet y'all didn't know we were having a Justin Timberlake episode tonight. That's right. <laughs> They're like, what podcast is this again? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. So wait, we did. Okay. You for sure. Okay. You're going to have lots of sex with Joy Fatone. Those were your exact words. I'm quoting. Um, you're marrying Kevin. You're killing Justin Timberlake. All right. Now, Jacob, who are you all of the above? All right. So I'm going to bone Nick Lachey. Mm, wow. Good pick. I'm going to marry uh, Lance Bass. Oh, <laughs> and I'm going to kill Kevin. God damn it. Again? I don't but understand it. Last time it was just kind of as a joke. Um, this oh, now we're really going to kill him? Oh, now he's serious. Now he's serious. This time, there, this time there is a reason, but we'll get into more of that when we do the Kevin movie reviews. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going oh, with Oh, boy. 
Wow. Okay. I, I'm not going to say that I don't feel brokenhearted about this, but that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. All right. I mean, I, if you saw Casserole, uh, the Casserole Club, then you know that killing Kevin is okay. <laughs> no spoilers, guys, for the next episode. Yes, our, our next episode is reviewing all of Kevin's movies, which we all have to watch, which I have not watched all of them yet. But by the time we record it, I will have watched all of them. And we will get into all the nitty gritty of all that. And when you say all, you just mean like all three, right? Yeah. Because he's only been in two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have asked my lovely co-host to come up with some questions to ask each other. So who would like to go first? Don't worry, I have come up with some questions for my co-host as well. Who would like to go first? I'm going to go with Jacob first. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Jacob first. All right. Okay. So describe yourself in five words. Five words. Um, yeah. Creative, funny. Um, I would say laid back, but also. Mm, Yeah. What did I just say? Now I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Creative. You said uh, you can add forgetful to the list. Forgetful. <laughs> and I'll say shy. Yeah. Aww, okay. Yeah. I can see it. And what about you? How would you oh boy. I hate talking about myself. Um, I am creative funny loud you can't steal all of jacob's answers Lord. <laughs> he didn't say loud <laughs> he didn't he did not loud um loyal passionate oh those are good ones yeah that's me in a nutshell yeah and you taylor you know what I, I oh me oh um I'm gonna say um sarcastic uh loyal driven uh loving and compassionate mm. yep that's right oh. yeah that's you. how awkward would it be if no one agreed with that <laughs> like, absolutely not bitch you are You're like uh you sure do I rethink those answers again? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I will say I agree with every of your answers. Um, and also like, you know, Lori, when you say like you're loyal, like I, I totally to a T would, I mean, I agree with all the adjectives you all have used. Adjectives, right? Not nouns. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, grammar is not my strong suit. Now it's a person, place, or thing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I just, this is good. Okay. Okay. 
Um, but I totally agree with what Lori has said about loyalty because I mean, and you know, I, I say this all the time, but like, like Lori's like one of the first people I've met in this fandom, but you have consistently in the several years that I've known you have been consistently who you are and have like never wavered or, you know, pretended to be something you weren't. We've had difficult conversations. We've had conversations where you like told me straight up, like in a, you know, good positive way of like, listen, girl, you know, or like things like that. And I, yeah. and I have to say like, that is a really hard thing to one, find in a friend. Right. And then second to find like in a, like a fan group of people, like that's, that's really hard to find. So I, I just, uh, you know, kudos to you on being consistently awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And you know, Jacob, you also haven't let the fandom thing get to your head too. And I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. It is my turn to ask some questions unless Jacob, you would like to go ahead and go next. Yeah, I have kind of like two that are very similar and they're kind of like... Um, I feel like people, like, when they kind of get to know people, they kind of like ask them a lot, but uh, what would be your desert island band or artist? So if you were on a desert island, what's one? So instead of, like, where people ask you what three albums would you take if you were stranded on a desert island, this is uh, what band or artist would you have on the island with you? Hmm. Hmm. Good one. Um. So and also, I think when uh, Desert Island question comes up, I think it's implied that that's for like eternity. So you're there forever. Forever. Yeah. Hmm. And I know everybody's first uh, obvious answer is going to be in sync. So aside from <laughs> that, uh, what would it be? What would your backup one be if it couldn't be in sync? <laughs> Um, I think for me, it would either be Evanescence or Linkin Park with Chester. Mm. Nice. God, those are good ones. Those are surprising answers. Yeah. Uh, um, but really but what they're what? But they're really good answers too. I yeah. Learned. They are really good answers. Um, I think, okay, the first one that popped into my head was Weezer because I feel like Weezer's a great island band. Sure. And I feel like that would be that would be perfect music for an island and very whimsical and I would have a great time. And then uh, the second one, oh man, this is going to bug me. Okay, the second one, I'm going to say Britney Spears because I feel like when she's not performing, we would have a lot of fun on the island together. And I think she would be great company. I don't think, I don't think the Desert Island question implies that you get to hang out with them. I think they're just there to provide music for you. Oh, we can't hang out after the set? I don't think that's how <laughs> the- so, like, They have to go. Well, where are they going to yeah, go? I thought we're all on the island together. Fine. Yeah. All right. Then if that's the case, then the Beatles. Okay. So there. Fine. <laughs> Fine. 
Those are my two answers. No oh, one said the Beach so Boys. Was, no, so no, I. So first it was Britney Spears, but then the fact that you can't hang out with her changed entirely to the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I thought there was an end game to this, okay? And if the end game isn't to hang out with her, then. She then don't want her there. Play for, I don't want her there. Yeah. Fell for the Beatles. <laughs> Got it. So that's right. <laughs> that's right. So there, okay. That's that's my answer. <laughs> I'm a little bummed she's not gonna hang out with me on the island, but you know, teach their own. Teach their own. So fine. Fine. Um, oh my god. What oh Lori, did you have a question for me? I totally for I think I skipped over that and I apologize. For you um what makes you smile and what scares you the most oh oh my god these are deep Lori. you like really <laughs> i want to get inside of your brain you want me to cry <laughs> is that what it is um <laughs> you know what okay so this like my kids make me smile like they my family makes me smile like all the kids in my family give me so much joy like when they make me laugh or when they do something stupid or silly uh they make me smile and what was the other one what makes me cry no what scares you the most what scares me the most oh um oh god so many things <laughs> um you know what, what scares me the most is being faced in a situation i can't get out of like that, that, um, feeling trapped, whether like it's okay. physically, yeah. Whereas whether it's physically or emotionally, cause I am claustrophobic. So that is the physical part, but I think it's like when you're trapped in a bad relationship or like an awful job or just in a toxic situation where I can't find a solution to that scares me. That's good. No, that was, That's a good good. That was deep Lori so deep i'm here to pick everybody apart to figure <laughs> you all out <laughs> i love it i love it uh jacob what was your other question oh uh so what would be who would be your desert island boys backstreet boys so you're stuck in a desert island and you can take i'll say you can take two. Oh, okay two backstreet boys and this isn't like the music one this is where you know you guys are actually hanging out and or maybe not hanging out maybe doing more than hanging out <laughs> but uh no comment uh no comment yeah <laughs> so you can pick two and you don't have okay. to say why or you can um hmm. but yeah only two no this is two easy bags. this is easy for me go, go, ahead, taylor, go ahead taylor you go first Okay, I think I think mine will be the same as yours. Mine's gonna be Kevin and Nick. Nope. Oh. I'm doing Nick and Howie. Oh, why Nick and Howie? I know Nick, but why Nick and Howie? Well, Nick because <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, um, <laughs> on an island alone. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> um, Howie because Howie's like a partier, so he's gonna want to drink with me. You know, I mean, Nick and his red wine, but like, 
how he's like, let's do tequila or here goes some vodka or like whatever. So I would party with Howie on the island for oh, sure. We talked about this in the, uh, when we, in our past, our lost recording. So what are the boys favorite drinks? Cause I think this is a really good one. People should know. You said that Nick is now into red wine, right? He's a wine drinker now. He's a wine drinker. And before he was what Jaeger, is that what you said? Um, I think he was more like a vodka guy. Okay. Howie is tequila. Howie's tequila for sure. Yeah. Uh, and when AJ was drinking, what was his like Jack and Coke or something like that? Yeah. He was a whiskey drinker. Um, Kevin was, I feel like Kevin would be a whiskey drinker. Kevin's Kevin? like a bourbon kind of guy. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. I could see that. And then Brian, did you say margaritas for Brian? Or did I think that because he had a little margarita hut at his house? I think it's because you saw the margarita hut. I did yes. say champagne. You said though. champagne. That's right. I find that, I feel like those drinks are like a good personality quiz, you know? Like, I don't know yeah. what they personality wise, but I think it's a good, it's very telling. Champagne though for Brian. <laughs> I would, that part I still am like, that's what I would say for him champagne and margs I mean they drink they seem to drink a lot of margs at at their little tiki hut um but champagne for sure who doesn't love a good glass of champs uh yeah I'm having mimosas for my birthday party so basically the same thing doing a little (laughs) yeah oh I'm trying to think did did everybody get their questions and before I go with my I'm not as deep as Lori so Lori went real deep (laughs) <laughs> mine's more gossipy but you know that's fine here we go i know <laughs> <laughs> this is encompassing of all see like Lori's deep jacob is funny and i'm gossipy and together it makes a very unique combination <laughs> so there you go all right all right jacob are you ready to be in the hot seat uh i am okay out of all of the drama i have shared with you jacob about the fan club and the fandom and all that stuff what is the dumbest thing that you've heard that i shared with you oh you know honestly it's like where do i start (laughs) all of you um i don't know you know i kind of just uh I mean, just like my uh, dedication to um, the fan base gossip, it's pretty much non-existent. I don't really mm. remember what, uh, I mean, I think you guys were supposed to send me stuff on uh, the group chat and I never got it. Nobody keeps me updated with what's going That's on. True. I'm um, sorry. You're right. We were supposed to do that. And stuff did happen in between that time. Which I would like, I mean, I, uh, I would love to be flooded with um with BS BS <laughs> uh BS um because it's uh, it is entertaining it is entertaining but uh I don't know I'm not really sure what uh can you remind me of some I'm really like blanking on uh all of it <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't think I have all the time to dump it all on you. We'll have to chat offline about that one. I'm trying to think lots of, lots of misunderstandings, which is very common. 
in the Backstreet Boys fandom universe. Lots of divided opinions. Uh, Brian and Leanne took up a good amount of drama for the last 2020. So that's been pretty quiet. Um, I don't think that's because he's not on Twitter anymore. And neither is she. She's not on Twitter anymore either. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I think that's reduced a lot of, I also haven't heard anything about her face. I'm going to knock on one because I don't want to jinx that, but I have not heard anything about any of her Facebook posts lately. So that is some good news. Um, I definitely unfollowed her, but I still follow Brian because I am, I'm indifferent. I love Brian. I'm sorry, guys. No, I can't. Sorry, I said it. I know. I know. I know. I know. You know, I I can compartment. I I've also like never really hung out with him on a one-on-one basis, right? I never have. Like, I mean, I there's been like where I've met him. I've never like, I mean, I'm just trying to think of like, yeah, I, I don't know him like that, right? I don't yeah. you know him much better than I do. I uh, I only know that like I am obviously like my anger is majority uh leanne based because she specifically said those things and then obviously like when he announced that whole like uh parlor thing like i'm like oh what a stupid ass move that was Uh and then it was like two days later parlor got canceled so it's like you announced something and it caused all this fanfare for nothing so that was stupid um so like you know it's always hard because it's a lot of people will be like you know your spouse is a reflection of your own beliefs and I do believe that to some extent and I really do so I don't know like this is all very disappointing and I don't like that he hasn't apologized for any of it but I know we have many different opinions on that one that we can save for a whole other episode but yeah I would actually like to do an episode around that because I definitely feel a certain way which we're not going to get into details but I I feel a certain way but at the end of the day like I still love him like I love him as a person and that's not going to change because you know a lot of my family believe it or not they share the same beliefs as he does as far as like his Republican beliefs and his evangelical Christian beliefs. Like a lot of people in my family believe that. And, you know, I don't love them any less. Like I, I love those people in my family regardless. So I would be somewhat of a hypocrite if I was like, Oh, well, I, I don't care about Brian anymore. Like Brian is trash, but yet people in my family are doing the same thing, you know? Well, and, and I think it's like where, where I think I get frustrated or where I think, and this is not even, I think this happens to any type of group is that um, not everybody who's evangelical or Republican, Republican equals like hate speech, you know, and I, and I, I don't believe that. And I do know people who are evangelical who don't feel the same way. And I know people who are evangelical who have said some, uh, insensitive inconsiderate stupid ass shit you know like absolutely i've seen both sides of the gambit there and i've also known people who were the sweetest husbands who had asshole wives and i said what i said and i i'm really comparing that in this situation and i'm like that and that's just the truth like so i don't know i i hope that he doesn't share those views i hope that and i and i really really do 
clearly she does, you know, and there's no right. back. I'm not going to backtrack on that. She does. She's obviously shared those views. So for me, it's hard when it's like my kids are black and mm -hmm. my son is transgender that, you know, it's hard not to have a personal emotion tied to of that. Of course. You know, so of course I'm disappointed. I'm more disappointed, like, but I also like, and I know we said we're like not going to talk about this, but like, I feel like you're in a rock and a hard place being Brian, because you can't publicly go against your wife, even if right. you feel that way. But right. at the same time, you have a fan base who is, you know, made up of a majority who are different nationalities, different religions, you know, different sexual orientations. So it's like, you know, she's, she on her part is shitting where he eats, you know, and like exactly. that that's not cool. You know, that it, it yeah. just, yeah. So I, I know we could definitely go on a much longer tangent for that one, but I hope, I would hope that he's none of those things. That's, that's, you know, where I'll leave it at that. I would hope he's none of those things. We'll discuss it in another episode. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued folks, to be continued. <laughs> But yeah, there's a lot of, to go back to the answer for Jacob, there's a lot of stuff that has divided the fandom. And it's like, and we've talked about this, like every Saturday night, you'll find yourself in a very good group of drama and gossip and all that other stuff. And so just go on Twitter on Saturdays, Jacob, and you'll get your fix. Usually or, there's something going down. Something. Or you, or you two could go on Twitter and then just screenshot it and send <laughs> Oh, so we got to do the work for you. I see. <laughs> I see. I see. All right. Fine. All right. Well, I mean, Lori. you don't have to go out looking for it, but if you see it. If I see it. So basically, see something, say something. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. All right, Lori, you're in the hot seat. Don't worry, I've got another question for you too, Jacob. But Lori, before doing this podcast, um, uh, very truthfully, I will not take any offense. Before doing this podcast, did you ever hear any of our episodes? And if you did, which episode did you like the most and which did you like the least? Oh, God. So <laughs> the thing with me is I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts at all like <laughs> I only listen to like crime junkie is the only podcast that I really listen to like mm. I just don't have the attention span to sit there and listen to people talk because I actually listen to people talk to fall asleep at night so when I listen to a podcast it it needs to really like trigger my interest and I am a I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a huge, like, true crime junkie. Like, every single um, Netflix documentary, I've seen them. Like, I am obsessed with it. So I don't really listen to podcasts, which I probably should because a lot of them are probably really good. But honestly, no, I, I listen to maybe, like, a portion of the one that we recorded the very first time. And I was like, mm, can't do this turn it off um, <laughs> but I, I honestly like even the ones that I recorded 
on my own podcast. Like I, after I edited them, I was like, that's enough. And like, I'd never listen to them again. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, what made you want to do this one? Cause I know you had your own. So what made you want to do, this is actually a side, side question to the first one, but what made you want to be a part of this one? I think it's because me and you got really, really close and I love listening to you share your views on certain topics. And when we decided to do it with Melly and Medina, it was like, oh my God, this is almost like the view, you know, like the back <laughs> with you. So like that was interesting. And Honestly, like in my everyday life, I don't ever talk about the Backstreet Boys besides like Twitter. Like that's, that's really it. Like I don't listen to them on a regular, like I don't, you know, even with my girlfriends who are also BSB fans, like we don't, our text messages typically don't consist of like BSB talk. So it, I knew that it would be like a good outlet to actually have those conversations and like get my fix of like, Ooh, Backstreet Boys talk. Like, let's talk about, you know, the petty drama and like kind of get your mind off of everyday life with you know something that you love like them so that was probably the main reason why I decided to do it nice I just I stopped cheering after you said that you love to hear me share and then I just took it all (laughs) 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 that's the only reason no I'm just kidding but no that's that's awesome all right um Jacob my question for you is um now that you have, and I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, now that you've been like introduced to the Backstreet Boys and the music, not like personally, but close enough, um, what is a, when did you realize that you actually were a fan of their music? And tell me something that's like a secret fan thing that you do. Um, well, I mean, I always liked uh, their early stuff growing up that was on the radio. And I was always a fan of that. I, I think, <laughs> I think when uh, <laughs> when I first heard uh, "If You Wanted to Be Good Girl," um, I think it's when I heard that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm a fan of the, I'm a fan of this band." <laughs> 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 but um, but also the DNA album kind of really cinched it um, because that album just is like all the different sounds there's like so many different styles on that album that uh you know that's what I really like in in you know bands that I like like uh Prince and the Beastie Boys you know they all have done different styles and delved in different genres and that DNA album specifically sounded like it was kind of taking a lot of inspiration from a lot of different places and I think that's when I really kind of appreciated them on a more like, oh yeah, this may be, this may be one of those bands for me that I really kind of enjoy, you know? Uh, and I listened to that DNA album uh, from front to back. It's great. Um, really? I love oh yeah. I listened to it about the same, uh, the same way I listened to the, uh, the all American album. Yeah. Jacob loves himself some all American. It's such a good yeah. album. That's when I that's when I think I realized that I was a Mick Carter fan. And actually, I think with the combination of that album and also 
maybe from watching the documentary and also uh, House of Carters. I think, I mean, Howie's still my favorite, but I think out of all of the Backstreet Boys, I feel like I would probably get along with Nick the most, just like on a personal level. Oh, um, this is a twist. <laughs> wow. I've been like for a while now. Um, I mean, Howie, like I said, Howie's still my favorite, but I think maybe Howie and I are maybe, I don't know, I feel similar to Howie and similar to Nick. Yeah. Um, okay. So you would be uh, on Lori's Island, basically, with Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my uh, Desert Island boys. Um, I actually don't think I would bring Howie. I think I would bring uh, Kevin. Kevin feels like he would be kind of like uh, savvy in the way of like knowing how to like build uh, shelter and stuff like oh, that. Oh, he would be a total woodsman. I could see you that. Know. Oh wait! I was, are we talking? On an island. I didn't know we were talking about like an island with no resorts or hotels. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking oh, we're no. going to an island that's got a full-on resort and a spa and a pool, <laughs> and we're the only ones enjoying the space. Like, this changes the game. See, Lori, that's oh. exactly how I felt when Britney Spears couldn't hang out with me after she performs, okay? <laughs> like, some details oh, no, need to no. go into these questions. <laughs> this, is like a, this is like a castaway type situation. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. So it's like, uh, you know, Tom Hanks, you're Tom Hanks, and then you got two Backstreet Boys, and you can bring the volleyball, too, if you want. <laughs> Wilson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, oh, I think definitely the DNA album, and uh, if you want to be good girl, probably were the two two songs or two points when I was like, yeah, I think I really like, and then also uh, All American. Those were probably like the three big uh, moments for me uh, while getting into their music. And we still have two albums left to review, I think, that I haven't listened we to. We do. We do. We have, yeah. um, so Lori, we have yeah. oh, like This it. Is Us and Ooh. A World Like This. Yeah. I could live without In A World Like This. You could live without it? Yeah. Yeah, I could live without This Is Us. So. Oh my gosh, I love This Is Us. Oh my God. Yeah, we're going to have a very interesting <laughs> All right. If we, out of all of their albums, out of all their albums, and you can only kill one, yeah. If you could kill one from the catalog, which would you kill? Because I would In a kill world like this a thousand percent. <sighs> Damn it! Is that the one where Kevin came back? Yes. Yeah. Why? Why would you kill that album, Lori? I mean, it was okay. I. Just... I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just <laughs> wasn't <laughs> yeah. like, it was okay. okay to me. It wasn't anything like great. See, oh, oh my God. See, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first album I'd keep, but it definitely wouldn't be the last. See, that's how I felt about this is us. I just felt like it was like, all right, we have this contract and we have to put this album out. So let's just get this album out. This is just the four of us now. So we got to keep it going. Like, that's how I felt about This Is Us. 
see for in a world Jacob, like this, like I, I feel oh, sorry, like in a world like this, it only had like very few good songs. Like Make Believe was great. Oh, um yeah. Breathe was good. But besides that, like Soldier, oh my God. It's so cheesy. Oh my, God, I love, I love oh my God, I can't. <laughs> One phone call. <laughs> not a fan i i could do without one phone call i won't be sad i see i love soldier though but that's <sighs> yeah that's yeah one, one phone call sounds like a terrible name of the song yeah <laughs> not my favorite i think it's also the name of a scary movie so if that tells you anything <laughs> so there you go one. All right, my last question for Lori, and then we have two fan questions and we'll wrap it up. Thank you all for committing tonight, by the way. All right, Lori, for my final question for you is, we have talked about this quote, uh, this phrase, fandom famous, right? Oh God. Um, <laughs> all right, fandom famous, without naming names, um, in your experience or have what you have seen for other people, tell me a time when you have really seen like fandom famous at its worst. Fandom famous at its worst. Um, you know, I absolutely despise that phrase. I know. That's like, why I, I it. hate. <laughs> I fucking hate that term fandom uh -huh. famous so much fandom. it's yeah. so dumb it's like we're all here for the same reason like just because I spend more money or just because I go to more things doesn't mean that fucking Susan in the middle of nowhere is, is less of a fan than I am you know yeah um and for our I listeners really fandom famous is like that I mean I think it's pretty self-explanatory but it's basically like people um, recognize you in the fandom or they, they've seen you and some stuff or like, you know, and um, I mean, I think I'm saying that, right? Like, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but you know, if you haven't heard the expression, that's the expression. I'm trying to think of like other fandom famous friends. <laughs> so dumb. Um, <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't, I don't witness anything. I, like, I kind of stay in my lane. Like, I don't really pay attention to what other people are doing. Like, yeah. I. Or, 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 or let me rephrase it. Like, like you, some might, some might say even you, which I, you know, like take however you want. Right. Like some people might say that you are fandom famous, right. Not like by your own choosing. Right. But like people might know who you are because you've been to like some events or whatever. Has there ever been a time where you have felt or seen that someone has clearly just wanted to be your friend because of where they could uh, opportunity to be closer to the boys? Oh my God. Absolutely. That's why I don't let people into my circle because I don't trust people that I just meet like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've lost friends because of situations like that where I'm like, oh, you're kind of shady. Um, which, uh, newsflash, I can't get you anything. So, 
sorry sorry about it i like i can't get you any freebies like that's just it doesn't work like that like you have to pay like we all pay um yeah i don't yeah i mean i've lost friends that have tried to use me to get ahead which whatever the fuck that means but um no i mean i i don't i don't even know how to answer this question because it's just that I don't see things that go on because I stay in my lane. Yeah. I think too, like, and I, um, like, it's hard to answer. I, it's hard for me to speak on this one because I'm not like in any of the level of like closeness as you are, but I do have some like relationships that I have built out, like as doing this podcast, right? And I think mm-hmm. like what I, I will say is that Um, and you could tell me otherwise is that it's, and I'm trying to think of the word, so forgive me, but it's like, once you kind of know certain people or you get to meet certain people, you really have to respect their privacy on a whole nother level because you probably might know more intimate things or because like you might've heard stories or whatever. And then even if it's like, like, even just remove like the specific boys aside, right? Like there's people that I have met through like this fandom who they've had personal encounters and stories. And I, I have, I have made a choice uh, to keep that private because it's not my story to share. So it's like the right. more people that I know, the more, or get to know, and the more stories I hear, the more I keep to myself about that because it's like not your business to share that stuff. And I think a bigger part of that is that sometimes people think that you might know everything or that you might know some stuff or you might be able to do something for someone. But sometimes I feel like it's the opposite of where you're like, I really actually don't want to ask for that favor because I respect that relationship and it's very private and it's very special. So I'm not going to ask for a favor because of that reason. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it's just such a tricky, it's a, ugh, I don't even know how to answer this. That's okay. Honestly. No, I get it. Yes. So we will, we will not continue. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm going to be transparent. Like, yeah, some, like when you develop a closeness with certain members or your favorite member, you know, and they trust you, they do share things with you, like that they probably wouldn't share with someone that they don't know or don't trust. But that doesn't mean that they love you more than other fans. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, it's just like like AJ, for example, he's he's been very vocal about like some fans, they just become family. And that's 100% true. Like when you're there a lot, you know, a lot of times like these guys are away from their families a lot of times. And when they see familiar faces, like it makes them happy. Like it's like a sense of comfort that they know people that, you know, they can trust and that they can talk to and they can be themselves around. So I think that that's definitely like a perk per se, but I mean, it, it doesn't warrant being fandom famous. Yeah. It's Yeah. No, I was saying, it made me think of like, like Rochelle, for example, right? Like we had a really fantastic uh, interview with Rochelle. We Mm -hmm. had a very deep conversation 
And like afterwards, she was super kind and like followed us, right? Like on social media and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like just because we had that experience with her that I would go and ask her for something. You know what I mean? Like that's right. like, yeah. Or like I would, I'd be like, oh, you know, hey, now that you did this, can you like, can you get us tickets to like the show or whatever? Like that, that to me just feels weird. I guess that's like, that's basically like what it, I'm saying. That's because you know? like, it is weird. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, it, 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 there's the line, and you shouldn't cross certain lines. And just because you work with someone, you know, business wise, like you know, doesn't mean that you're best friends, and that it gives you the right to go to them and like ask for things or whatever. Like even like for example, when I went to Utah when I was in Salt Lake City last week. I got like 20 something DMs on Instagram of fans, like asking me to have Nick record a video for them or say hello or whatever. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Like, I don't know you, you don't know me. Like, why are you even asking for this type of stuff? And I get that a lot of fans, they're just, they don't get to see them as much. And like, they just want to be acknowledged and, you know, want, their favorite to say something to them I get that but at the same time like this is my time and I'm sorry but if I do it for when I have to do it for everyone and that's just yeah. not I'm not there for that no I think that makes sense yeah and that, that's like kind of what I was saying too like uh with that question of like with the like the fandom famous is like sometimes you'll get people that will message you to like ask for things you're like I just like you said like if I do that for you, I'll have to do it for everyone. And it is your time and your money that you're putting into it for your experience, regardless right. of how, how many you've had or not, it doesn't matter. It's still yours. It's still yours to do what you want with it, you know? Right. Yeah. I liked your answer. I know you're like, I don't know if I should answer, but I like it. So. <laughs> so there. I just hate that term so much. <laughs> like it, it literally like, it's so cringeworthy that like (laughs) someone can be like famous in a fandom because they go to like a lot of events it's just so weird I know there's a lot of fun buzzwords Jacob fandom actually it's like two of the words that you hate in there fandom famous because you hate fandom and now that that phrase too yeah there you go (laughs) terrible all right um, I think we're going to do one last fan question and then we'll wrap it up for tonight. Cause we have definitely committed a good part of this. And I thank you all for your time. Um, our, our last question for tonight is from, uh, Clarissa Henshaw on Twitter. And she asks, what is your favorite underrated BSB song? Shattered is great. That is a very good song. Um, what else? I like Undone. I think that's like from the This Is Us album. I, I love that song, Undone. Undone is so good. That's a good one they do live. I noticed they put that back into their shows. I love that a lot. Yeah, I love Shattered. I love like Siberia. Jacob, you hated Siberia, right? <gasps> I love Siberia. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, I just hated the, the course. The rest of the song uh, I like. The course is just uh yeah it was just tough to um I don't know it was just so cheesy for me (laughs) 
It's such it's a, a sad song. song. It's a good song. It's just yeah. that chorus is just so cheesy um, that it's hard to get past. I just want to know whoever did. Sorry, I just want to know whoever did "The Boy Is Wrong" and "Never Gone" because, like, "Never Gone" is the saddest breakup album ever. It's, it's so, so sad. sad. I mean, it's so beautifully sad, but it's so sad. I love "Never Gone," but my favorite album is "Unbreakable." Really. Mm-hmm. I did like Unbreakable. Well, I liked Unbreakable, but there was a few I didn't like in there. But Unbreakable's also that's interesting you said that, Lori. Yeah, I, I like Unbreakable too. Literally every song on that album is so good. It's it's my ultimate favorite BSB album. And they never sing any of those songs because Kevin hates it. So <laughs> well, you know, he's a little biased because he wasn't in it. So <laughs> Well, let's add him in um, now and re-record the songs. They're so good. Oh, they totally should do that. Both albums. I agree. I support this. Support this, Lori. I think I think uh, I think I remember when we uh, uh, reviewed that album. My critique, my main critique, was that there was too much Kevin on that album. <laughs> <laughs> Unbreakable. Way too much. Too much yeah, Kevin. <laughs> that was my. I think it was my main critique that there's too much Kevin on him. He had he had to go. It was way too <laughs> much Kevin in that album. Too much. Well, wait till we get the we do the Kevin movie reviews because then it will be way too much Kevin, and then you oh, can boy. really get your critique there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness! I can't wait to rip them apart um have we have um <laughs> so bad we have um a, a guest co-host for that episode which is a friend of ours named andy who's a sweetheart and i truly don't remember if i told her how bad we're gonna rip these um movies apart so i think we I did did we okay because i feel like we should give her fair warning before walking into this lion's den that's going to destroy the the movies yeah, because you know, you know, and Andy is not like me. Like I think Andy, she's very level-headed, and she would probably agree that some of these movies are a total fucking wreck. Like me, if it's like a Nick situation, I'm like, he was great. You need to leave him alone. <laughs> That's true. There is only one time that there's, and I know this for a fact. There's one time publicly that I did not agree with Nick and Lori ripped me a new one, a, a new one on it. And then I was like, I checked back in a couple weeks later. I'm like, we're still good, right? <laughs> I don't even remember what that was about. Oh my God. I'll tell you what it was about. It was the fucking 30 second looped in call that cost a fucking fortune for people to pay. And I was like, that fucking, that I was like, was so pissed oh, yeah. and I didn't even buy it myself but I was so pissed I was like 30 seconds 30 seconds for a looped in now mind you cut to three months later where he does another 30 second looped in call and I bought that shit so I'm a hypocrite <laughs> and I can admit that okay <laughs> I fully own my shit but yeah I was hey, like this it's no shit. longer than a regular meet and greet I know think about know. that I know you're right. And it's recorded and you get to keep it and whatever I will. I have one final complaint though, which is not even Nick related, but 
my my Nick looped in call, the one that I actually paid for after bitching about it. My child hijacked my fucking call. Okay, they oh my hijacked my call, and they don't even like Nick. That was like a, that. That right there was just the salt on the wound. So I get this. I get this. In. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm in the waiting room, and Milo has the gecko in their hand. Right. So I'm like, Nick pops up. I'm talking to Nick. And really quickly, and then Milo comes around with the gecko, and then Nick's like, "Oh, a gecko!" And then they start talking, and I was like, "This motherfucker hijacked my Nick call, like just like <laughs> no big deal, just like they're just talking that. about the gecko for the whole time." And then we took a picture, all three of us together, which fine, but still, like I was like, I didn't pay for Milo to take my Nick call, like. And then afterwards, after that call ended, I was like. Hey, I was like, so Milo, what did you think? And they're like, eh, whatever, it's fine. I was like, you didn't even like it. I was like, you hijacked my call and you could care less. I was just, no, just very upset about that. <laughs> so listen, I remember don't when that kids. happened, that was funny. <laughs> don't have kids. I remember when that happened, it was great. <laughs> It's, I mean, I will, I, I hope now that Nick remembers the gecko. So hopefully that makes it a memorable video call because he gets so many. <laughs> I don't think many have geckos in their calls, but yeah, that happened. And I was like, I just, I just bitched about how expensive this shit was. Then I pay for it. Then you hijack my call. I was like, Sucker. I know it's karma. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I am surprisingly, I have survived and I'm not totally incoherent. So that's a plus, but I think this is a great time to wrap up our first episode 2.0. Does anybody have any final thoughts before we wrap up? I'm excited for the rest of the season and everything else we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. Me too. I feel like this is like such a great time to like do a bucket list of like episodes that we have thought about doing and never, I am a little bummed because we couldn't do the live Vegas one. However, I know. if knock on wood, um, if there is a after party show, I think we should all try to make that live. I think we got to do a live podcast somewhere somehow. You know, I'll be there. <laughs> yes. Jacob, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, no. Well, I do have a piece of news. Ooh. Ooh. Um, and this is kind of how my, this is also kind of how my life has changed since the podcast. People now send me Backstreet Boys stuff. Um, what? Like, uh, Backstreet Boys, like, like if something happened in the news, they'll send it to me if they see it. Um, <laughs> so like this past week, I got from three different friends and family members. I got the same article, which was, I AJ went to a wedding in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, and complained on social media about how it, there weren't that many Ubers in Duluth, Minnesota. Did you guys see it at all? So random. <laughs> so random. <laughs> Jacob, maybe you're the one who's fandom famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like it. So. 
I'm not I'm not out here getting fucking reports from people. Like what the hell is up with that guys? No one sent me anything about AJ complaining about the Uber now that I think about it. Not one person. I'm a little bummed. I'll send it. But I mean, um yeah, it's kinda kinda goofy that he would complain about there not being a uh that many Ubers in a small town. I mean it's kinda obvious that there won't be that many. I mean, did he think he was going to, like, New York City? It's Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. I would think he'd just rent a car from the airport. Like, I wouldn't even bother thinking of an Uber or a Lyft at that point. Right. Um, It was funny when I got it, but after the third person had sent it to me, I was kind of like, this is getting out of hand. (laughs) you know i can't be i can't be that guy for people now you know the guy that likes the best so send them if you see something backstreet boys related send it to them. <laughs> I can't, that can't be me no well be careful be careful because now you'll get the 20 dms with people asking you to give you know have howie or nick do a shout out for them so there you go yep. Good. I will say Jacob has a small cult following. I, I legit mean this because there are people who have messaged me uh, when I said that you returned, but then you couldn't return. And like people were legit upset and they were like, but you said Jacob was coming back and now he's not <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm really sorry. He's, he's like stuff happened, but you said he was coming back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> 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 there's a small group out there jacob that's a special place in their hearts for you and they're just very loyal to you jacob is definitely oh, fandom yeah. famous i think so yes <laughs> jokes on oh, all yeah. of us <laughs> <laughs> all right well that concludes our first episode of the final season of backstreet's back podcast uh i am taylor and you're here with jacob and Lori. and thank you for listening follow us on Twitter, that's where all the drama is apparently, Um, Instagram and Facebook, and we'll be back next episode to talk all about Kevin and the wonderful catalog of movies he's been in. Yay. (laughs) All right. Take care, guys. Bye, y'all. Bye.